My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Stronger Revolution. I'm Matthew Becker. It is the end of February. I'm a little late now recording for February, but I'm sitting here with the Athlete of the Month for February, Caitlin Yerger. Good morning, Caitlin. Morning, Matt. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Feeling good? It's, yeah. uh, it's almost 8.30 in the morning. So is this early for you? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm usually at the 6.15 class with Jen. <laughs> yeah, but is, it, is that usually early? Like, if, okay, if you weren't otherwise coming to the 6.15 with Jen, would you be here that early? Would no. you even be up that early? I would be up, but I would be like in bed, reading, just lounging, drinking coffee, getting okay. ready for the day. Okay, okay. What are you reading currently? Right now, um, yeah. so I just finished The Gifts of Imperf- Imperfection um, okay. by Brene Brown. Okay, okay. I did, yep. um, my previous book was Finding Ultra um, by Rich Roll. He's okay. a, he was a recovering alcoholic, endurance athlete. Oh, okay. Um, it's a really good read if you're yeah. into like endurance racing. Yeah. I don't know what's next on the queue. Okay. <laughs> um, and ultra, I'm assuming that means ultra marathons. Yeah. Which means 100 miles or more, right? Am I right on that definition? Um, so anything above a marathon is considered ultra running. Oh, but, okay. I mean, he, he had like a laundry list of races that he's completed. It's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. <laughs> For those who are listening, if you're hearing anything in the background, we are in the middle of the 2023 CrossFit Open, and we have a couple of athletes who have to do it outside of um, our regular internal competition, and they're out there right now, so if you hear that, you'll probably hear barbells falling at some point when they're dropping the thrusters, but there's nothing we can do about it. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. Moving on. Um, so you are here in the morning and then after this, you're going to head to work, work, to ascend climbing, (laughs) (laughs) ascend Pittsburgh, the original climbing gym in Pittsburgh, the OG South side location. Yes, that's right. That's right. And what's your position there? So I'm the general manager of that facility. Okay. And how long have you been the general manager? I started at ascend in July of 2021. It's been a whirlwind. Oh, okay. So it was just post COVID. Yeah, a little over a year and a half, yeah. Okay. And what did you do before you were at Ascend? Um, so I was the adventure safety manager for um, camping for the YMCA of Greater Pittsburgh. Okay. I was stationed at um, Deer Valley Family Camp, which is in the highlands of um, the Laurel Highlands in okay. western Pennsylvania. Okay. But I served um, the three camps that the Y of Greater Pittsburgh has. So um, Camp Souls, which sold, and then Camp Conakwee, which is up in Zelenopol. Okay. Um, but I was primarily at Deer Valley um, in the adventure program, running that, and then their high ropes course. 
Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. So this is this is an outdoors or a, um, an overnight camp. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the Deer Valley is a family camp. Yeah. Um, Conakwe is more of like a kids camp. So they run eight weeks of programming, whereas um, Deer Valley ran twelve weeks of family camping. Okay. Yeah. And high ropes. Where are the high ropes? Um, so we have our course in the woods, right near the um, the lake. So basically, it's mm, a. You're gonna have to be a little bit more specific in your directions. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly where we're talking about. So at, at Deer Valley. Um, yeah, where's Deer Valley then? In it's technically Fort Hill, Pennsylvania. Oh, geez, so okay. yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere in Somerset County. Aha, How's there that? we go. Okay, Somerset <laughs> County. I'm on it. I've got you. So in the middle of nowhere in Somerset County. Um, but we had our course in like the corner of our lake, basically overlooking it. So it was a total of twelve elements. Um, basically, you climb up a cargo net to get up to height, sure. and then we clip you in, and you traverse the elements as best you can. So there's like a rickety bridge, mm-hmm, timber mm-hmm. poles, carts, things like that, and then you get down. Yeah. No, I always love this. We, we go up to uh, Go Ape okay, every yeah. once in a while up at North Park. I think it's a little bit too short, though. I always yeah. want like a longer course, and you know? I'm just like getting my stride of balance and stuff on <laughs> falling off and everything on those things. Yeah, my previous gig was at Seven Springs, running the aerial adventures there. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah I, I did that a long time ago. The the can did you do the canopy tour? The um, one in the woods, the ten zipper. I think so. Heck yeah, I might have been your guide. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I probably wasn't. But. Oh my gosh, this would have. Been. So I was at the South Hills Jewish Community Center. Okay. Um, I for a number of years when I was an undergrad, I did their traveling summer camp. Okay. So like the nine to twelve year olds, they they couldn't they couldn't hang out at the South Hills Jewish Community Center at the summer camp. They were too old and it was boring. So we'd put them in a, in a passenger van and I would drive them all over Pittsburgh to do fun things yeah. which meant I got to do fun things <laughs> and one of them was like a day at Seven Springs okay. um, there was some sort of like tower that so that you, we climbed up the Alpine Tower was it like a three that sounds familiar three sided structure yeah they use ropes to blow yes. you up yes yep Okay. Yeah, so I was I was the manager of that and then the zip lines at Seven Springs in the summer yeah I remember we did something with the zip lines yeah we have a, there was a four zip, it's called the Screaming Hawk, and then the okay. Canopy Tour was a ten zip, like, No, I don't think we did tour. the, I don't think we did the Canopy okay, yeah. then. It's a long tour. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound <laughs> familiar, and we probably didn't take our kids. That would have been in, I graduated undergrad in, in wow, 2009? Okay. So, yeah, that would have been, I, I wow, yeah, was, of years. was it 2009? No. That was like when I graduated law school. So it was like 2006. Okay, yeah, that definitely predates me. Predates you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> wow. Okay, anyway, moving on. Right, yeah, let's, move, let's, let's continue this conversation. Stop, stop dating myself here. So you're just outdoorsy all the way around. I try to be, yeah. What would you do during those camps, like during the winter? Because they had to have only been like summer like nice weather camps. Yeah, so we had several different retreat groups that would come in in the winter times. Um, so we had like quilters and crafters. Oh, and wow, women's fun. Yeah, women's retreats. A really big program is the Y Guides and Princesses. Okay. Um, so they're basically dads who bring their daughters and they go and do fun activities. So we... Okay, would, yeah, that is fun. Yeah, we okay. would host them on weekends in the winter and then 
take some downtime because when we're running summer camp, it's 24 seven for 12 weeks. Basically you're on call and people call your cabin and you're like, okay, I'll be out in a second. Let me throw some clothes on. Like, yeah, it was, it's a lot. Did you just live down there year round? So I, because I had the house in Rockwood, um, I didn't live there year round, but when camp was in session, I had an apartment on property that I lived in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, fun. <laughs> Is that how you got into knitting? Your favorite hobby? <laughs> no, actually, my um, my grandmother taught me how to knit. Oh, um, cute. They okay. they have a place at the base of a of a ski resort, and when we would come in from skiing, we didn't have like it was back in the day when you didn't have internet <laughs> in your house and like all these things, and they didn't have they had cable, but it was like an antenna. Sure. So I mean, it was just like those. Not my cup of tea, daytime programs. How's that? Okay, okay. That's fine. <laughs> so we needed activities to to do, um, and I learned how to knit. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you've ever knitted? Um, the biggest thing is probably a blanket. Okay. Um, yeah, my, my brother was requested this blanket from a certain type of yarn, so I knitted that for him. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's like, like, a, like a queen-size blanket or like a baby blanket? No, like a... Like a a big blanket. Wow. Yeah. How long did that take? It took a long time. <laughs> Man. Okay, what's the I mean, most intricate thing you've ever done? Um, so I've I've made a baby Yoda. It's one of my most... Uh. Okay, so I know it's not baby Yoda, but we're all Mandalorian yeah, uh, fans. Uh, yeah, yeah. Grogu. Yeah. Gro- Grogu. Grogu, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But that is probably my most, like, most proud project because it involved a lot of, like, very specific knitting techniques oh, yeah, that I, I had imagine. to... Yeah. To knit it up and make yeah. it look like that's impressive, Baby though. Yoda, yeah. I mean, no offense to the other knitters, but usually it's like, yeah, I knitted like a scarf. I'm like, that's cool, but yeah, like, and it's all misshapen and like <laughs> you're like, that's exactly that's an awesome like, first try. You're like, yeah, yeah, good, tr- good job, good job. You do mittens, you know, but, but yeah, Grogu, that's impressive. Yeah, it's really cool. I can share a picture. Uh, yeah, I want to see a picture <laughs> okay. afterwards. Show yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, don't show it to me now. Yeah, yeah. Listeners can't see it. Yeah. Anyway. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> so you live. So you lived not in Pittsburgh, which means you what moved to Pittsburgh when you started Ascend in twenty twenty one. Yes. Okay. Is that your first time living in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay. Big city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How close you were from what you, Nazareth, PA, and then how close is that to Philly? Uh, we're about an hour and a half north. Um, okay. Kind of very close to the border of New Jersey, so okay. very eastern Pennsylvania. Um, yep. I, I graduated with 400 people, so and that was like small yeah. in our area, so to give you an idea, it's not a big town or anything like that. The nearest, like, bigger city is Allentown, Pennsylvania. Okay. And that's 25-ish minutes away from Nazareth. Yeah, so. geez, so this is the big city. <laughs> yeah, comparatively, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so the general manager is Send, <clears throat> which now has two Pittsburgh locations. Point we do. Please. Yeah. All about the top roping. I still got to get belay certified. You you showed us how, and then we you, have yet to, yet to get our certification. You have time. We can literally do it tomorrow if you want. Well, I need to get my uh, <laughs> my harness. That's we, we haven't made it to REI. Okay. None of the ones that, I guess, like I, I think I told you, got like fat thighs or whatever, because my waist would be, it wouldn't fit my waist, and then... 
I like couldn't fit my thighs in those harnesses. So yeah, and there's harnesses are so particular and so personal. You really do have to you have to try it on, make sure you get a comfortable fit because if you're hanging on a rope, if you start doing anything super exciting outside or yeah. like lead climbing, yeah, you yeah. definitely want to be in a comfortable harness. <laughs> I think I just need one of your like mass-produced that, that one fit me fine the, the renter the, the rental one yeah that one fit me okay. fine i need like just just, <laughs> just basic that's right plenty of room yeah exactly <laughs> oh my gosh so how did you end up in industrial athletics so jen yeah. brought she was like hey Not coach jen no jen quimby jen, jen. quimby yeah okay, your fiance <laughs> yeah are we hiding that fact from the listeners oh no not at all no the wedding's in september you probably heard us talk about it or like get nervous about it all of the things yeah we're super excited though but you're super outdoorsy maybe i just don't know that side of jen quimby but doesn't seem like the the type to go to a ymc summer camp and have a good time let's just put it that way so when we first started dating, she how, was... How did you yeah. meet? <laughs> online. We met online. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, definitely. We met okay. online. Um, and yeah, she she was just like, okay, who's this crazy outdoors girl, basically? I, I don't even know. Right. Um, so she was a trooper the first time she she came <laughs> to camp. because She's like, what? What in the world are you living in here? Yeah. Like, what what is this? Um, but she's really taken a liking to to being outdoors and and enjoying like going for hikes and um we started she started mountain biking um and and things like that i mean we took a little hiatus with the shoulder injury oh yeah uh, we had to take it easy with our hikes and things like that but she's getting more and more into it she's also very much improving on her skiing skills oh nice so that's uh yeah i mean this winter hasn't been great for skiing but no god it's okay. I mean, it was 70 I'm not, degrees I'm not yesterday. I'm complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely complaining, but um, yeah, she's really improved, um, kind of night and day, because skiing is one of one of my favorite things to do. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any kind, any specific kind of skiing, just downhill skiing. Do you do alpine? Isn't that where like you have to turn and like one heel comes up and then you turn and, like the other heel comes up? Yeah. So I can. I, I started as a downhill skier um, when I was four years old. Okay. Um, so I've been skiing my whole life essentially. I learned how to telemark ski, which was what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. Um, when I went back to school, um, I can do it. I wouldn't say I'm I'm great. I'm a level one instructor for telemark, but I'm oh. not like. I mean, that's got some skills. It's with it then. yeah. I can I can make tele turns and and do the athletic stance things and <laughs> <laughs> and show another human how to do it. But I would not call myself like very good at it. What's the um, advantage of that over just regular downhill? Um, it's just it's a different t- style of skiing. It's more you're working different muscles. Okay. Um, there's not really it's deeper. Artistic. It is. Okay. And in deeper snow, it's, it's kind of fun. Okay. Honestly. Okay. Um, and then cross country skiing. I'm one of those psychos. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've been seeing a lot of like Instagram reels with people like, what kind of psycho is doing this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the worst part of skiing, like your herringbone and whatnot on your cross country skis. So yeah. Yeah. I haven't cro- I used to cross country ski when I was really young. Okay. Are you familiar with Chautauqua, New York? I that- don't think so. Okay. It's like a great American institute up in up off of Lake Chautauqua, which is I think connected to Lake Erie. Somebody's gonna be like, they're technically two separate lakes. That's fine. I just okay. know they're very close. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, they have this gated institute that you can go up. It's like a rich person thing. And I don't know, my parents used to uh, to vacation up there every once in a while. And you go up over the winters and they like shut down the entire institute and they don't bring plows in. So the like book bookstore on the institute used to rent cross country skis. Cool. And you could cross country ski around the entire institute. That's awesome. And so when we were younger, we would take winter vacations up there. And that's the, that's the ex- only exposure I have to cross country <laughs> skiing. But I do remember it just being like, you either get in the flow and you move, or you do not get in the flow and it is just miserable. Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard people make the analogy that you're like a baby giraffe when you're on cross-country yeah. skis. That's what you look like because yeah. your your feet just have a tendency to spread out and scatter <laughs> about and just you look absolutely ridiculous with these toothpicks on your feet, basically. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a fair, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so... I think we've established up to this point that you are just the outdoorsy person, right? Like, I think that's a fair yeah. fair characterization. I think so, yeah. But you also do endurance races, outdoor endurance races, right? Yes. Tell me more about that. Like, uh, triathlons, not triathlons. I think you said you ran in the woods for, like, 60 hours once or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, how did it evolve? Um, I was... I started running, I guess, in in 2013 because I was kind of overweight and I just like needed something to to lose weight. Okay. A little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, and then I started running halves, kind of consistently one or two a year. Um, and then I was like, oh, I can do this. I'm gonna run a marathon. So I yeah. ran the Pittsburgh in 20. 17, I think was the first year I did it. Okay. 16? I'll fact check you on that. I mean, no, yeah, we can definitely, yeah, we can definitely go back and like race roster it. <laughs> um, so I did that and you know, I, I completed the race. I wouldn't say it was like a strong finish. It was like five and a half hours. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, well I guess I have to actually invest some time in training, but I, I love doing it. Okay. Um, I started signing up for adventure races um, around the Laurel Highlands. So adventure racing was usually you kayak or stand up paddleboard, um, mountain bike, and then run. Oh, so it's so kind of like a triathlon, but yeah, a, a little semi, bit different. Semi triathlon. I am. I, I can swim. Okay. I don't want to say that I can't swim because I absolutely can keep my little head above water and not right. drown. Right. Um, <laughs> but style points and technique. This poor. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I get in my head, I start freaking out, and then I can't, I can't get my stride and just yeah. the stroke and like, no, down. You're shorter. Yeah, so I am. Not, not really an advantage in swimming. Not at all. No, no I'm not built like a swimmer. Right. At so, all. so you picked, you picked the alternative to a triathlon that may, I, I guess, does isn't quite as hindered by your. Yeah. By your your vertical distance. Absolutely, yeah. So I started doing really well in these um, okay these uh, like adventure races for for lack of a better term. I was placing first overall female. Just yep. doing it. I was like, okay, I want to I want to do more of this. I want to just keep keep going. Keep this as part of my training. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year I ran the Pittsburgh Marathon. Um, crushed my kind of time goal, nice. um, which good. was amazing. 
And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do a 50K. 50K? Yeah, so 31 miles in, in US terms, I guess, or something. Imperial, imperial measures. Whatever, <laughs> whatever we call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Uh-oh, and the pounding has started. Yeah. You guys are all here in the heavy thrusters hitting the ground. <laughs> Continue, Caitlin. <laughs> um, so I, I signed up for, it was called the, the Sasquatch 50K um, in Salt Fork, um, um, Ohio, it's the state park there. Okay. Trail run, um, and I ended up placing first overall female. I don't, I don't know how. Don't ask me how. <laughs> In my first trail run, like ultra distance, uh, I placed first overall, and yeah. I was just like, okay, this is actually like, I think this is my sport. Yeah. I yeah, I really Running did. Yeah. So so that's an ultrathon. Yes. Right, because it's over over twenty six point one. Yeah, that's a that's a marathon, right? Tw- yeah, twenty six point two. But oh, twenty six point two. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you have to yeah, math it or whatever. Well, I mean, it's that last point one that really that's really I mean, just it's just suck fest. Just it, bring, right? Yep, right over the edge there. <laughs> <laughs> Those twenty six, whatever. <laughs> damn point two. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, are you gonna go longer than thirty one next time, or longer than a fifty k? So. On the docket for this year, um, definitely doing Pittsburgh as long okay. as I can stay healthy. I, I'm just, I'm tracking to stay healthy. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Signed up for the 50k again, hoping to find something in August that's longer than a 50k. I have to look at <laughs> timing and think. We have the wedding. Oh yeah 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 <laughs> so, yeah. That's... So I have I don't to. Know. That I don't know Jen well enough to be like, hey, honey, I'm gonna go run this before our wedding yeah she's she would definitely be upset with me would she? okay yeah okay. yeah so we gotta we gotta budget a little bit maybe after the wedding in like november i can i can find something well, there um, you go yeah go to like right. death valley or something like yeah. that it'll be like perfect it temp in november right <laughs> <laughs> but the long-term kind of year goal um the rabid raccoon happens in raccoon creek state park um, okay, that's so they just have like north hop, skip, and a jump away. Here, right? yeah, yeah, it's okay. up by the airport. Um, so they do this race every March, and they have varying distances. I haven't picked, but I think my kind of reach goal is going to be to do the hundred miler next March. Okay, I really want to do it. Hundred miles. Yeah, and then I am hoping to get in the lottery for Rachel Carson. Um, yeah, it's okay. a weekend yeah. after my the 50k. Yeah. So that's a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, I gotta I gotta look into it and, that, and get it. That's a hard back to back, isn't it? Eh, it'll be okay. Not at this point, I mean, I mean you, if you I'm training, yeah, if I'm training okay. properly and eating properly, I think I'll be yeah. okay. I mean, it, Rachel Carson is gonna be a lot harder just because of the the terrain in yeah. general. Right. So yeah. okay. There is a uh, there was a there was at least a documentary on Netflix. Called the Something Marathons, shoot, and it was about this. It was about this really weird guy, who was not a runner and was not athletic in any way, shape, or form, but decided Berkeley, the Berk Berkeley Marathon, something like that. Okay. And he decided that he was going to do this sort of like ultra hard running competition, um, and it's not advertised anywhere, and it's only like if you know about it, you know about it kind of thing. Your entry to the race is to bring him like clean t-shirts and an expired license plate from wherever you're from. Oh, neat. Like that. Okay, yeah. And, it, and it's, it's all in the woods and you only know the path. Like he gives you this rough map and you have a number and at each checkpoint is a just an old random book. And your number corresponds to the page in the book. 
and he knows that you completed the entire course, if you come back with all of the, like let's say my name, my number is 49, so I've hit all of the checkpoints and I come back, and let's say there's six checkpoints, I should have six pages ripped out of a book all from page 49. Okay, that's Otherwise, cool. Otherwise, <laughs> there's like, there's like, it's just a random map and like, you know where the checkpoints are, but you have to find your way. And it's like very low completion that people, like most people just give up. Yeah. You should check it out. I feel like I would love that. Yeah. Running should. around in the woods. I mean, yeah. the, the guy, it's kind of creepy, but I mean. <laughs> he was, if you watch it. <laughs> a little bit of stranger danger. I don't know. So look it, look it up as the, Ber I think it was the Berkeley Marathon. Okay. And if you can't find it, let me know. I'll, I'll do a little bit better, dig, bigger, deeper, more more look or search for it but I think that was what it was okay. called um, cool and I, th I think you'll enjoy it but yeah the guy is like super creepy I mean it's just yeah. like I mean you're, you're describing it I'm like am I gonna get murdered in the woods yeah, no <laughs> but you would think so because it, it is literally and, and he just like again he just he wasn't like an ex-marathon or anything like that I mean you look at the guy and you're like this guy hasn't done anything athletic ever in his life he just wanted to create a challenge that people couldn't finish okay and that was it Cool. And, and like there's like only like 13 people whenever they released the documentary it was like 13 people had completed it or something wow. like a real low number like that but anyway check it out I think you would enjoy it I probably would yeah um, now you got into CrossFit because Jen asked you but you've stuck around now for a year why so I haven't been getting injured okay. um, I have so much more endurance. I just, I, I'm stronger overall. I know I'm not super strong. No, no, it's all relative. Don't say that to the listeners. It is relative. But I just, I feel so much stronger when I'm running. Uh, okay. I know endurance athletics is more like it's a head game once you're up over, you know, 20 miles. It's, sure. all, it's all in your brain, right? basically. Your, your body can do it. It's, it's getting, getting over yourself, basically. Yeah. Um, but getting to that 20 mile mark, it's it's incredible what CrossFit has, how it's changed the way I can move. Yeah, okay. So it's just the, you feel stronger, you haven't seen a lot of injuries. Yeah. So I, something's working there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I don't know, like the smaller, smaller muscles in my legs are okay. being engaged more and, yeah. and in different ways. So I'm just stronger and more stable in general. Um, I, I notice it in trail running when I, <laughs> when I start going downhill and my legs yes. are moving. I, I, think you, I think you know what I'm about to say. Um, you start running downhill and you start like that stumble. You're like, yep. okay, I'm, I'm going to stay upright. But if you don't have a strong core, if you don't have strong leg muscles, you are going to, you are going to topple You're going over. under, yeah. And it's, going that's over, okay. Right? I mean, falling is absolutely 100% part of life. Yeah. Like you're going to fall over occasionally. Um, but I think... Being here and working more on my strength has changed that, especially when I, I'm okay. a little clumsy at times, so <laughs> sometimes if you've ever seen me run down a hill, I'm like just flailing my arms about and my legs yeah, are going everywhere. Yeah, for those who couldn't just see the funny face she made in the arms that she flailed around, that was pretty hilarious. It's pretty good, yeah. yeah. A little camera in the woods or something, I'm sure I'm on somebody's trail cam somewhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. About. <laughs> Somebody should set up a camera just to watch people come down a hill, like yeah. a giant hill. Oh my gosh, so good. Especially a muddy one when you're yeah. just like slipping and sliding everywhere. Right. But anyway. <laughs> so I get I get the um, 20 miles, like like road race, okay, you make it 20 miles, you only got six left in that marathon. That's that point too. But anyway, 
31 miles. Okay, I think your 20 mile thing still holds up. But 100 miles, do you think... You think you're still gonna know that, or, or be able to tell yourself, once I get to 20 miles, the rest, the other 80 miles, 80 miles, are mental. I think I gotta, I gotta bump my, my mileage okay. up a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe the, the, the first 80 miles. The first 80 miles is, <laughs> is, is that, That's about, right? Yeah, right, and then the last 20 is just all it's mental. It's just, just a mental game. <laughs> the good thing about that race is that you can, you can bring people to, like, pace you. Um, so oh, okay. after, nice. yeah, 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 after you complete okay. three loops, you can bring people with you on the last two. I think it's the last two loops. Don't. Uh, sure. I, yeah. I looked it up very quickly. So fact check. Fact she check. ran her first marathon in 2016, yep. not 17. I, it's okay. And hey. no, it's not the last two loops. Yeah. Keep, keep me honest. We <laughs> <laughs> nail us on the fact check. <laughs> it's all good. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think I've never run a race with with a pacer per se. Yeah. Um, but I think it'll it'll definitely help. Um, I got to get my crew together, I guess, or something. Start well, recruiting. Yeah, <laughs> if it can be done at like a ten mile pace yeah. for like three miles, I'm your pacer. I'm right there. <laughs> I feel like after I'm sixty miles in, I'm not gonna be running that fast. No, I would. Yeah, we, I would we imagine. We could not. definitely just like trot together. Yeah, I'll trot, I'll trot next to you, and if the slower we trot, the longer I can go. There you too. go. So okay. if you need me, like. 10 miles, maybe. maybe. I've done a half. A slow hike. Right, right. If I can walk fast next to you trotting along, we're golden. We're, we're ready to I'm go. I'm going through the rest right. of the race. I got one pacer. <laughs> Taking applications. No, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm It'll excited. Be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited to hear that CrossFit has has helped. Yeah, no, I love being here. It's it's super great. We, we've heard from other runners that, you know, yeah, you. I mean, you're just... Point A to point B in a straight line, more or less, you know, quote unquote. And, and and you need that back and forth. You need that change of direction. You need those small muscles to strengthen. So thank you. I yeah. appreciate the feedback. Of course, yeah. All right. But anyway, it's like, oh boy. Hopefully Lauren hits her, hits her lift. Um, it's like 10 minutes to 9. I'm going to let you get to Ascend before they fire you because we're coming tomorrow for a community event. Woo! And I expect you to be there. I will be there for sure. I'll be Unless there all day. you get fired, go get to work. <laughs> I'll right. try. Caitlin, thank you so much for coming in this morning. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure talking with you. Guys, we'll be back next month, hopefully sooner than this one, um, to record with our Athlete of the Month for March. We've already done your workout, and I hear it was a leg killer. Um, I didn't do it because my excuse is by the time I got around to doing it, it was raining. And it was, I think it was chilly. And, oh, that's the other that's... thing. If I'm going to pace you, it's got to be like 50 plus degree weather out. Oh, I don't know. March in, in Pennsylvania. Oh, I, don't, Pitts- I don't know. Pittsburgh will Pittsburgh. We're I in might trouble. Be out. Yeah. I might be out. My, my rule is if I can't take my shirt off while I run, I don't run. <laughs> All right. No, I'm kidding. Guys, check us out next month. Otherwise, if you ever have any questions, let us know. It was a real pleasure talking with Caitlin. You could see her at the 615 class usually. All right. Have a wonderful time. Keep training. We'll talk to you guys soon.